they don't like losies, but yet they're driving around with Confederate flags in their cars. <laughs> looks like uh, looks like Diddy just <laughs> left her for the vultures and the bounce. Like, oh, he's posting sad music. Maybe he's sad. It's like, mm -hmm. no, maybe I just enjoy the fucking song. And once they do reach that pedestal and they do something bad, it's like a, a mental conflicting situation. Where it's right. Like... Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Uh, you want to hit these hot headlines? Yes, sir. Um, did you see this was from last week and I forgot to report on it, but um, they had a Confederate statue in Louisiana that they were refusing to take down. Hurricane or came through and toppled that shit. Really? Yep. God always wins. <laughs> what do you think about the statues being removed? I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and instead of removing the statues, they like usually the statues are of like slave owners. Right. right. They were saying instead of removing it, they put other statues around it of slaves to show the impact that this person did that was fucked up. Nah. No. <laughs> nah. I think you should just, if you want to keep, preserve history, just get rid of the statues, but put them, maybe put them in a museum or somewhere. If somebody really wants to go see them, then they'll have to go see them for real. Yeah, I, I don't, agree. Don't make the it museum. easy on people. Yeah, the museum sounds like a good thing. Did you see that in Seattle, Pier 58 mm -hmm. is being shut down? That's the one, like, right above. So it's in between the aquarium and yeah. the Ferris wheel. Okay. Really popular for people that aren't from Washington. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the boardwalk area. Exactly. Yeah. Like super popular waterfront area. But they're shutting it down. Emergency shutdown because the pier, it, the pier is separating from the wall. Yeah. Crazy. That's nuts, dude. They were planning on doing this anyway, but they are going to do this after they removed all of the piers of the viaduct. Okay. But now they have to kind of, you know, rush order everything. Work, yeah, work around it. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy, too, with the West Seattle Bridge being out, too. Yeah, man. Seattle's, like, really under construction right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Like and the if, whole west side of Seattle. And if you listen to Trump, you would think that all of Seattle's on fucking fire right That's now. True. <laughs> That's people, true. People are probably very hesitant about coming here. Uh, did you know that when you're driving around in, uh, in front of gas stations, I think these are only for, in front of quick trips. So I don't know if they're around here, but they, and this is like information for anybody out there. But if you see a sign that says a safe place, if you go in there and you tell an employee, I don't feel safe, they have an area where they can hold you. So you can be safe, like, from domestic violence or if you've been kidnapped or sex trafficked. This is only at a gas station? It's at the, uh, it's called the Quick Trip. Uh, it has a secluded and hidden area you can sit until help arrives. All you have to do is go in and tell the employee you are in need of a safe place. Wait, so this is a company called Quick Trip? Yeah, it's, uh, these are gas stations. Got it. And they have these signs out front that say safe place so that you know that that's a place where you can go if you are in trouble. That's pretty cool. Are are those common gas stations? Uh, I've never I seen a quick trip. Yeah, I think that might be more of like a southern thing. That's still good information to know. If For sure. Those are in your area and you need it. Especially with, um, I don't know if you saw last week, but like in Georgia, they found 39 missing kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. So fucking crazy. A lot of shit going on right now. But yeah, so say if you see a sign with a safe place and you're in need of a safe place, just let a attendant know and they can help you out. Dr. Dre's wife wants $2 million a month in temporary spousal support in their divorce. That's wild. Did you see also that um, Future's baby mama wanted like 55 k or something a month for child support? I wonder how much he's paying a month. Oh, he, he has how many kids? Well, he has a lot. But the funny thing about this story mamas? is uh, he recounted, I think, with $1,000 a month, and then they settled on five grand. What? <laughs> I was like, man, maybe Dr. Dre needs to hire Future's lawyers. That's crazy. Come to find out his lawyer's young scooter. Shit. <laughs> No, real talk, I really am curious how much he pays a month. Oh, it's got to be a lot. Because he has like seven kids or something. 
Yeah, something like that. But it's not seven baby mamas, is it? I think it's like six, six, seven babies with six baby mamas. Either way, it's a lot of baby mamas, a <laughs> yeah. lot of babies. Um, what do you think about spousal support and divorces? Because $2 million is fucking ridiculous, bro. I think that, yes, the woman is entitled to somebody if you guys will have a prenup, but within, you know, within a reasonable amount. I always think about that because, what's it called, alimony? Mm-hmm. Why does the other person, usually the man, have to pay the wife? Especially if the wife was working, too. Because yeah. I know of a family that split up. The wife was working, but she gets paid alimony. The dude just gave her a check. Yeah. But, like, it's just a check, a lump sum in the beginning. But I was like, damn, like, like she works. Yeah. What the fuck does he have to pay her for? I never I never really got that either. Like, they split all the property. He, she got the fucking house. Yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy thing, because they never really talk about the guy winning alimony. Or, Ever. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Maybe it's, like, a pride thing for guys. Like, um, Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Bro, so? me and Taylor divorced, and she was making more money than me? Oh, no, no. Let me get that shit. Yeah, but I'm saying up to now, like, maybe guys are not doing it because they're too prideful. Like, oh, I have to be supported by my ex-wife. No. I'd be like, bro, <laughs> give me the cash. Like, yeah. I don't care. You guys can think whatever you want to. I don't give a fuck. I don't even consider that being supported. I'm just like, yeah. That's my uh, that's my play money. <laughs> but I do think it's fucked up though when these babies' moms want like thirty five k a month for their mm. kids. Like uh, at that point, you know it's not just furnishing the kids' lifestyle. Now it's furnishing yours too. If I had enough money to create a law for the the nation, mm-hmm. I would make it so that baby mamas and all the baby mamas are gonna fucking hate me. But I would make it so that all the baby mamas had to prove what they are paying for the kid. Yeah. Like, it needs to be a law so that these guys aren't being fucking slaughtered, pocket slaughtered. Yeah. Um, I actually work with a guy right now. He has four kids, and he's going through... They've already been divorced for mm. a few years now, but she's being spiteful, so she's taking him to court, and now they have this um, situation where... Child support situation. Right. right. And I know how much he makes, but I mean, they're trying to do like $1,000 a kid. Yeah. Like, bro, what the fuck is he going to live on? Exactly. And, uh, like, you said baby mamas might hate you for saying that, but at the same time, it's like, anything else, we have to prove income, we have to show mm-hmm. where the money's being spent, why does why is an exception when it comes to children? Mm-hmm. If we're asking for fairness in everything, that there should be fairness in that, too. For sure. And I'm only saying this shit because I've been on the other yeah. side, you know what I mean? So, like, I know how this shit feels, I know how fucked up it is, I know how skewed it is towards the women, so. Right. Towards the women's favor. Let me right. clarify that. Uh, Sorry about that. Oota, no. Yeah. <laughs> a little right there. But that is, I mean, it's 100% true. I mean, and I've, you've seen situations where people get bled out for money because of, of kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, like I said just a minute ago, if it's within reason, yes. But if you're asking for 55 k a month, like, come on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Post officials have suspended mail delivery to Mar Vista Gardens, a public housing complex in L.A. Residents must pick up their mail at a facility more than a mile away. Organizers called a political attack on the Latino and African-American community. Yeah, we've been talking pretty at length about the mail system, and it just seems to be getting more and more fucked up. Yeah, man. It's unfortunate that it's even at this situation right now. You have somebody who's clearly not in favor of the mail system, running the mail system. And somebody who's not in favor of us running the country. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly targeted areas where these people are going to be hit the hardest. Right. Where the mail situation is the most fucked up. You want to talk about systemic racism, this is it right here. This is in plain view. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't think, I don't have much more to say on that, except, I mean, people just open your eyes, like, this is how fucked up things are, and this is why it's so important to go vote, because if, I read somewhere that somebody said, um, it's so important to vote this year because of the way they're trying so hard to suppress your vote. Yeah. That means that your vote counts for something this year. Yep. 
That's what I'm running on right now. Yeah. At least that's my that's what I'm telling myself to vote. Not just they're going to pick whoever they want, but exactly. I'm running on the hope that we can get enough people to those polls to really make a change. Yeah. Did you see that in Tel Aviv there is drones dropping hundreds of bags of cannabis? <laughs> Sounds like my type of party. That's crazy. I wonder if it was just like an advertisement thing, like, "Hey, new company in town." Yeah, check us out. That's pretty dope. That <laughs> is hella dope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, you want to drop some uh, <laughs> some weed on my house? Feel free. That's how funny. Uh, I said this to you a couple days ago, but I thought it was pretty funny. Um, they asked Mark Cuban on how far he'd go to keep Luka Doncic on the Mavericks, and he mm-hmm. said, "If I had to choose between my wife and keeping Luka on the Mavs, catch me in my lawyer's office preparing for a divorce." That is hella funny, though. See, now in that circumstance, maybe the lady's entitled to fifty-five k a month. <laughs> See, is she though? No. Shout out to Luka, though, man. That kid is insane. Fucking savage. Bro. Insane. He's a creative player, dude. Yeah. And I give him so much credit for how much heart he played against that Clippers team, even with Porzingis out. He showed his ass in that uh, in that series. Pause. <laughs> um, face shields and masks with exhalation. 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 Like a breathing yeah. apparatus? Yeah. That's a weird word. Yeah. Exhalation. I don't think I've ever said that word before. I don't think so either. Um, exhalation valves are not effective at preventing COVID-19 transmission. Find a new droplet dispersal study. So you know how people have like the face shields, like the Bane one. No, no, no. Well, so you're talking about the uh, the exhalation valve. Okay. Mask. They have those. Yeah. Like the, you know the ones that have like the little circle on the side of the mm-hmm. mask or whatever. They had. I have one of those for uh, years ago for training. Like yeah, wear it's a training. High altitude mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those people are using those to you know act as a face mask to prevent COVID-19. Those don't work. And then face shields, like you see at cash registers, I don't know if you've seen people wear Oh, those. yeah, with the, the visor. The thing. visor, yeah. yeah, exactly. Those don't work either. You're supposed to wear a mask as well with the visor. But I thought that was interesting because I do see that often, mm-hmm. like all the time. That and um, I read that neck gaiters are not yeah. good for preventing. I saw pretty much nothing works except the N95 mask. Right? Yeah. I watched a video of a guy just blowing out lighters. Over and mm-hmm. over with different face masks. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, so pretty much everything that everyone's wearing right now doesn't do shit. Yeah. One wild thing I learned about lighters, uh, you know the big, um, like the barbecue lighters? Barbecue lighter. You know, like the long one where, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. where you cook the thing? Mm-hmm. If you crack it open, mm-hmm. it's a, just a small lighter inside of a big lighter that has a tube that runs down to it. Really? I never do that until somebody did that on Twitter the other day. So you know those big-ass batteries? Like the ones that go on like the... Um, uh, the lights, like the holding light, uh, not a lantern, uh, kind of like a lantern. Yeah, I know. You like press the button and it's, it's like, a, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, big ass light. It's like a big ass battery. It's just a big ass block. Mm-hmm. If you open it up, it's like eight double A batteries. Yeah, it is. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I guess then like if you buy like RC cars, it's kind of the same thing. They have like eight batteries mm-hmm. just wrapped yep. in a thing. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, nearly half of Twitter accounts pushing to reopen America may be bots. So, Matt, are you over here trying to reopen America? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out Matt, though. But, yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised at that. No, nah, I'm not either. Uh, it's actually pretty crazy the number of bots there are on Twitter now, even just responding to, like, the president and all that, like, showing their support and stuff. It's like, it's clearly, if you read this and see that they joined in August of 2020. But most people bot. aren't going to do their due diligence and no. look to verify someone being a real person, which sucks because, you know, you really get into an argument with the bot. And that almost validates the bot as being real. Yeah. Because other people feed into that. You know? For sure. And then now other people are joining in on the argument too. And the bat, that's the bat, and the bot did its job. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say rest in peace to John Thompson, legendary Georgetown coach. Yes. Yeah, um, one of the cool stories that I saw uh, that came out about him the day that he passed was 
John Thompson once called the most violent drug trafficker in Washington to his office and told him to stay away from Georgetown players. The guy did as he was told. That's pretty, you have to have an immense amount of respect in the community for a drug trafficker to just be like, yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. So shout out him. Hopefully somebody's checking on AI too because he pretty much saved AI's life. Took a chance on him. Mm-hmm. Shout out John Thompson. And uh, rest in peace, Lou Olson too from the um, from Arizona. He was one of the older coaches that passed recently too. Oh, yeah, I did see that too. That's yeah. Crazy. FBI is worried that ring doorbells are spying on police. Well, uh, what about regular people? <laughs> I think that the, the ring doorbells are probably spying on everybody. I think the fact that this headline says FBI is worried that ring doorbells are spying on police mm-hmm. says a lot about what the FBI is worried about. Yep, very like, true. You're worried about them spying on cops because what? Yeah. No knock raids. It's like with Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Brianna Taylor, did you see that um, her ex-boyfriend Jamarcus Glover was offered a plea deal last month if he would admit that Taylor was a member of his organized crime syndicate? So stupid. They're trying to bury that, and I feel like the reason why they're trying to bury uh, Brianna Taylor's story is because they have nothing on her. Mm-hmm. Like with George Floyd, you know, they could bring up his criminal past and all that stuff, but they have nothing on Brianna. For from all indications, she was an amazing person. Mm-hmm. From all indications, she was a hard worker for her community. She was an EMT. They have nothing against her, so they're trying their hardest to find something mm-hmm. that should tell you that this one is the serious one that they're gonna like. We have to keep pushing on this Brianna Taylor one because this is the one they can't discredit. And it's been how long? Uh, more than, like, I think 150 days. It was March 13th was when she passed. That's so crazy. Nuts. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, for sure. Oh, you're gonna like this one. Uh, did you see the FBI's launch an investigation after an American Airlines pilot said he saw what ha- what appeared to be a man flying with a jetpack Sunday night near LAX? I just saw that, too. We out here. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm I mean, excited. I've seen people, like, test them. Well, you see, like, the water them. ones, right? Oh, yeah, I've seen the water ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cool. LAX is right next to the water, isn't it? Sure it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, but yeah, I mean, they have those drones that people are sitting in. They're, yeah. They're testing prototypes. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Did you see the, the car, the flying car thing that Japan's testing? Mm-hmm. They have like a hover car now. It looks That's like a little cool. spaceship that can fly. Manned, when, manned one. When do you think that we'll have flying personal vehicles for the public? Do you think in our lifetime? Uh, yeah. I probably guess like the next 20 years. Cause I, like, so you like, think, you like, think that we can actually go to a store? Oh, you mean one? like a consumer facing one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because I feel like Tesla, like the self-driving, has been around for a while. It's just now, it's just the technology just making its way into cars and stuff. So, contrary to popular belief, Tesla's self-driving cars are not completely autonomous. Mm-hmm. The new Mercedes S-Class that's coming out is the highest stage, mm-hmm. so it's called Stage 3 Autonomous Driving. Yeah. It's the highest level autonomous driving, and it's still not perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, just throwing that out there, like, we have a long way to go. I'm even, like, the Tesla thing sounds cool and all, but I'm kind of ske- sketchy about using the... Uh, Autopilot? Yeah, just because, like, just imagine you're just on the road and the computer just fucking shorts, and then all of a sudden you're in a ditch. Like, there's nothing you can do to stop it at that point. I mean, there's a few people that's died using it. Yeah. Like, uh, construction zones, it'd be like a median that's, you know, tilted into the street, smash right into it. Um, there's a, a report that I just saw recently, um, a Tesla smashed into a parked patrol car <laughs> because they were watching movies. That's yeah. a little funny. That's crazy. Uh, it always reminds me of the office episode when they accidentally end up in the, the lake. Remember when Michael's like followed the GPS? The oh day? yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little funny. Yeah. It'd be cool to have a flying car in our lifetime. I don't know how the driving, like the driving test situation is going to be for that. Yeah. Like, where do you go to practice flying car? Dude, imagine being fucking hammered and drive, flying and then getting pulled over midair. <laughs> I think that Not that I'm cars, condoning any of that. I'm just, this is all jokes. Yeah. Don't, I, don't I drink I think drive. flying cars are going to have to be autonomous. 
Yeah. I don't think that they're going to allow, like, manual override for flying cars. That's so sketch because you can fuck up things up top and below. You know yeah, I mean? dude, you can fly into somebody's house or some yeah. shit. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Or buildings, you know, like... Even drones, I don't think people know a lot about, like, drone stuff, but when you buy certain drones, you have to get, a, like, a permit for it, mm-hmm. and I have, like, a, because uh, I have a drone, and I have a, a map on my thing that shows me where I can and can't fly. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So, um, it's kind of interesting, like, w- are they going to have, like, certain no-fly zones, like, you can't fly in the city? Oh, for sure. It's probably going to be, like, streets. Yeah. Like, design. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be very strict, because they're jumping on this from the beginning. It's going to be very right. strict. You're only going to be able to fly from here to here. Because what happens if you, like, fly into a gas station? <laughs> Yo, you dude, I mean? that's nuts, yeah. Like, they can't take these chances. Technically, it's a weapon. Like, I, people mean, could, I mean, I guess a regular a car, car is a yeah. weapon, too. A 4,000-pound weapon, but... Yeah, but you're not going down to Earth. Yeah. You know I mean, you're already on Earth. You ain't got to worry about that part. It's going to get wild. Um, we talked about 23andMe before. Mm-hmm. And Ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have DNA with 23andMe or Ancestry DNA, you can upload it to GenoPallet to see which diet is right for you. They'll show you your nutrient breakdowns, vitamin recommendations, top food matches, etc. Yeah, man, I'm I'm already sketching out of giving one company my DNA, much less another company, and they know how my body breaks down now. Yeah, yeah that's a good way for them to poison me when the podcast becomes too big. <laughs> it just seems like your DNA is just so valuable to just give up. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure... Your DNA is all over the place, but to like just willingly be like, "Here you go, big corporation. Yeah, take my DNA. You can have it." It's wild that what we're just willing to give up just for a little bit of information. Like the information about where we come from should have been our information, anyways. Bro, motherfuckers is bored. Yeah, that's true. Um, FDA says, please don't drink hand sanitizer, even if it is sold in a beer can. I don't know if you saw the picture <laughs> of the hand sanitizer that is, in fact, in a beer can. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I'll send you that so you can use it. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, just so people know, too, uh, for Hot Headlines, we do put this up on YouTube with visualizers. So if you guys want to see some of the stuff we're talking about, go to the YouTube page and you can see what we're actually talking about. Um, you know how Trump said that uh, basketball has is, has low ratings and all that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, OKC Houston Game 7 drew the largest audience for a cable sports program since the NFL draft on ESPN on April 23rd. Good-ass game. Yeah, sounds like um, other sports are failing. Well, basketball doesn't seem to be failing at all, actually. Basketball doesn't seem to be failing. Um, This was a really crazy one. Did you see what came out about Trump in the Atlantic? Mm -mm. So, uh, let me get the full details on this before I say anything. Um, So, via the Atlantic, Trump canceled a visit to the U.S. U.S. military cemetery. God, that's a bunch of jumbled words. In France in 2018 because he feared... He feared his hair would be disheveled. I've never even heard this word disheveled in the rain, and because he didn't think it was important to honor American troops. Disheveled? Disheveled. There you go. <laughs> That's crazy. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh. Um, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Disheveled. But um, he went on to say things about why. So, first off, he said that he canceled this because it was raining and that Air Force One or the helicopter or whatever couldn't fly in the rain. Then he asked the Secret Service, he apparently asked the Secret Service to take him, and they told him no, even though he's the commander-in-chief. I don't know why the Secret Service would tell you no. Hmm. But then he also said that why would I go to that uh, uh, memorial when it was a bunch of losers? And then he went on to talk about John McCain and said, we're not going to that loser's funeral. He then became furious when he saw that flags were lowered half mass, and he said, what the fuck are we doing that for? Guy was a fucking loser. So Trump came out last night, posted all these tweets about how he's never said any of that. But I have little audio clip for everybody. But, you know, he lost. 
So I never liked him as much after that because I don't like losers. Talking about John McCain. But Frank, Frank, let me get to him. He hit me. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Yeah, so for all those uh, American-loving patriots that think that Trump loves your troops, he fucking does it. Yeah, and uh, by the way, disheveled means oh, yeah. untidy or disordered. So, makes so he didn't want his hair to be untidy. <laughs> yeah, it makes it even funnier. Yo, he's a fucking clown, draped in clown juice, all right? He is a clown with the clown makeup and everything. But you know what's so crazy is his supporters will find a way to justify this. They I will. You just... Uh, insulted a fucking decorated war hero i mean politics aside john mccain is a war hero he was a pow he fought for this country he bled for this country you skipped out on going to war how many times yeah and you know what else is crazy to me i know his base is going to love that what he's yeah. saying they don't like losers but yet they're driving around with confederate flags in the cars yeah <laughs> like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right man oh man that's too i didn't even put that that together that's fucking hilarious fucking funny uh yeah so yeah trump's just out here just saying whatever uh you got any more uh i have one more about voting in trump it is illegal to vote twice in an election official stress following unsubstantiated claims from trump and Barr. trump and Barr are trying to tell people they should mail in their vote and then they should go to the voting place and vote in person because their mail-in vote might not count trump said this trump said this yeah I remember seeing that actually. But you're the one purposely stopping the mail-in voting. Yeah. And that is illegal to do. If you do that, that is a that's voter fraud. Don't fucking listen to this guy, man. Trouble's in that, bro. Because I can already see him spinning this too against Biden, saying that people are double voting and that the election results can get thrown out even though he's encouraging it. Yep. Hundred percent. Wild. We are living in such wild times, dude. We are. Oh, and the last thing I had a little word from the uh, Reverend Payne, Reverend T. Payne. He said, I encourage everybody to, at least in private if need be, take a shot at doing something that you actually think you'd like, but your friend circle is deemed a corner or lame. Liberate yourself from the constant need of approval from everybody besides yourself and go have fun. I agree with that 100%, man. 1,000%. Yeah, you just go out there and just fucking do what you like. Yeah. Like, fuck everybody else. Just do what you like. And at the very, very least, you'll have fucking fun doing it. That's really what it comes down yeah. to. Like, just have fun. Yeah, so shout out to T-Pain, man. Stop being like Smart everybody guy. else. Go be yourself. Yeah. Okay, quick question for you, Zachary. Um, so right now, it seems when it comes to the the music industry, uh, R&B specific, it seems like this is the wrong climate for male groups to succeed. Or I think even just R&B groups, period. You don't even see women in R&B groups, really. That's true. But you are more likely, I feel like you're more likely to see that rather sure. than a male group. Yeah. Like the 90s. Yeah. Why Do you think that we'll have that back? Or do you think that that's kind of done for? Or do you think there's going to be like a wave, kind of like how there's like, always a wave of something like there's a wave of rappers with the name Lil something yeah you know what i mean like there's always waves of just so you, you're like asking do you think hopping. that this will come back or like there will be mm-hmm. male r&b groups i thought it was going to come back when cal or Khalid, uh, khalid um what's his name uh ty dollar and six in black six black i almost <laughs> uh but when they came out with that on the way song it sounded like they were going to start like a a trio mm-hmm. but i don't even think that that just extends to hip-hop i mean uh, r&b i think even hip-hop we don't really see many hip-hop groups besides amigos now i mean there's not too many you see like clicks but you don't necessarily see anybody putting but music out as a group but i feel like that's the same like i feel like the group when it comes to rap groups they have more individuality like yeah. if you look at asap 
I mean, how many people are part of ASAP? Yeah, you know I mean, well, but, apparently not Ferg anymore. Apparently they kicked him out. Oh, really? Which is wild to me because it seems like, and I don't want to say anything disrespectful about ASAP, but I mean, like Rocky and Ferg seem to be the only two people that really made that pop. Yeah, that stood out for sure. At least on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it's a di- East Coast thing. It's different, but yeah. But yeah, like it seems like they all have like their own individual lanes. Like Migos, for example, I think is actually a good example because. We saw them start as a group, and then we see them individually start to kind of do their own things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, each had their own album. They're each featured on other people's songs individually. Like, there's a lot of individualness. So I don't think rap necessarily qualifies. I think that groups just evolved. But when it comes to R&B, I feel like groups just stopped. Yeah. It's true. There hasn't been, like, a prominent R&B group in a while. Male group. Yeah. I mean... Do you think maybe it's, like, an ego thing? Like, what... Like, the internet and stuff now, like, you can be a star on your own. I don't need a group to get popping necessarily anymore. Because I feel like people used to team up because it was like, all right, if we team up and put our talents together, then we have a better chance of being seen than if we do it solo. But now, they, all you have to do is just upload shirts to SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You don't need necessarily a group to get popping anymore. I don't know, man. I really don't know. I do wish more people would participate in groups because I think, you know, making music is a creative process. So if you have a bunch of different people and you guys are all making music together, like you're bound to come up with some shit that other people haven't because you guys are putting your heads together. I mean, the best artists right now have a team behind them. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, I agree with that 100%. But, I don't know. I feel like uh, if an artist, or if an R&B group came out right now, I think that they would do well, if they're good, obviously. Yeah. Because the lane is open. Yeah, like uh, Making the Band. I think this is a perfect time, actually, to bring it back. I think Making the Band, they, they do a bad job of uh, post promotion. Mm, yeah, they do a really got. Uh, excuse me, they do a really good job of showcasing personalities. Yeah, of the artist, they do a really good job of showing the creative process. But once the that. shit's over, once the show's series over, it's a wrap. Yeah, because I, I mean, like I love J twenty six, but mm-hmm. they put out a project like within the last like two years, but it's not oh, really. Something... Yeah, it was actually pretty good. It was like around oh, the time that Push and Drake were going at it because I remember it being played on something. Wow. But uh, it was pretty good, but yeah, I mean, it's... Day 26 is back high school days, bro. Day 26 was fire, bro. Fuck yeah. Day 26 was super fire. And that other dude that was on there, too, was dope, too. The white guy. Um, Danny? Donnie, Danny, Donnie. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He was pretty dope. Um, even the girl, well, girl group was on there, wasn't it? Um, Danny D. Kane. They yeah. did pretty good for a while. They did. Um, I just saw a picture, actually, speaking of Danny D. Kane. Um, what's her name? Aud- Audrey O'Day? Yeah. She's huge now, dude. Is she really? And she looks nasty. Really? Yeah. Hmm. She she claimed that it's not of her, but they have, like, the woman that they're showing has the same tattoos and everything, and she's just huge now. Interesting. Which is crazy, but. I do remember she did, like, all that plastic surgery shit. Yeah, and then there were, she was rumored to be with, like, a whole bunch of people. LeBron was one of them. Yikes. Yeah, man. Uh, real, real good girl, though. It looks like, uh, looks like Diddy just <laughs> left her for the Walters in the bounce. Uh, but I hope so. I hope that there's a, a, a male R&B group that comes out sometime soon. I think it would be dope to see. Yeah. I just think a lot of it has to do with ego nowadays. Yeah. I really wish that Ty Dollar Sign and them made that group because that song was fire. And every time those three link up or those, you know, any portion of those three link up in some manner, you know, whether it's one or two of them, like, it's always been fire. So I hope that they continue. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm excited, though. It seems like Ty Dollar Sign's gearing up to drop something. We put, like, a new single out last week. Um, yeah, well, maybe one day we'll see it. Um, I just want to be the first to say that we are acknowledging the fact that the lane is wide open. Yep. So if something does come out, 
and it's successful, it's because we called it. Yeah. <laughs> no structure R&B album drop in February. You feel me? <laughs> Damn, that's a quick rollout, bro. Quick turnaround. Hey, man, we're, I've got nothing but time right now. So. That's true. Yeah, all right. Fuck it. So we had a conversation about um, a girl that we went to school with. She was dating one of our friends at the time. Well, dating a person that we know at the time. Yeah. Um, and I think they got married, had a kid, whatever. Yeah. Uh, ended up breaking up and then... Come to find out she's, like, dating someone else and having a kid. This is all on uh, social media. Right. But it brought up the question, like, it seems like she just, like, hopped from one to the next mm-hmm. based off of what the timeline looked like social media-wise. But realistically, like, it could have been a couple of fucking years and right. we wouldn't even know, you know? Um, but, yeah, that brought up a point. Like, it's crazy how social media really alters the perception of time. Like, one thing can seem extremely fast or... Um, events can seem extremely close together when in reality they're extremely distant. Right. Uh, but we react as if it's, everything is immediate. You know, we react as if everything is true and relative to present time. For sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think Facebook is a good example of that. Like Facebook is kind of like lost time when you get on there. Like a lot of the things that I see on Facebook seem new to me, Mm -hmm. but I just might have not been in the know because I, I'm not active on Facebook like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it seems like there was no time in between these things or events. But in reality, it could have been an entire year. And I just wasn't privy to that information until I got on Facebook or got on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Even for like celebrities or something like that, like it looks like someone just divorced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, damn, their relationship was only six months. Come to find out they've been together for five years. Right. Or you see someone's kid. Like, I just saw a picture of Blue Ivy. Like, how old is she? Like, six? Something yeah. Like that? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, six, seven, five, six, seven. Fast. I don't know how old she is, but she's a lot older than the fucking baby that yeah. I remember. Exactly. Or even, like, you just, you walk on and you see, like, people you used to know their kids growing up and stuff. And you're like, damn, I swear you were just having that kid, like, a week ago. Mm-hmm. You I'm, know, now he's he's driving and smoking cigarettes. Like, exactly. What are you talking about? I'm sure I'm in that situation where if someone were to see me now, they'd be like, whoa, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, you have two kids? Well, that too. And then, like, for myself personally, I never post on Facebook. So, if I do post on Facebook, it makes it seem like it's a huge moment because mm-hmm. I, never, I never go on there That's anymore. a good-ass point. That's a good-ass point. That's why I'm never on Facebook because I don't want to accidentally do something. Mm-hmm. And then it does pop up on the front page because Facebook's algorithm wants me to interact. So it wants other people to interact with me. So now I'm like number one post. Right. I'm like, fuck. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. And Facebook, honestly, I've been actually thinking about, I didn't mean to make this conversation about Facebook, but I've been thinking about deleting mine just because Facebook is a cesspool of just crazy shit. Yeah, Facebook's crazy. A lot, of un, a lot of unchecked facts on there. A lot of people beefing openly with each other on there. That's the craziest thing to me when people have open beefs on social media. What, what do you think that is that allows them to kind of bypass personal privacy and just like air their own business out? Like you would assume that everybody has like some type of dignity to yeah keep their drama to themselves i mean obviously not like or else jerry springer wouldn't have been a popular show (laughs) but i don't know it's just crazy like just seeing people that you know i think it's just because we have access to something so fast that instead of sitting with our thoughts and really thinking through it we just hop straight to the phone like we could instantly give somebody an opinion uh angry moment anything i wonder if these people aren't seeing how big the audience is that's watching it Mm -hmm. because okay let's say that this person's a habitual arguer on Facebook. Right. But they've only had, you know, like a maximum of 10 likes per post, mm-hmm. but they have a thousand friends. That means 10 people are interacting with each post. Right. And there's 990 other people watching. But to that person, it seems like the people that they're interacting with is under 20. You exactly. Know what I mean? Well, and the thing about it too is, I mean, I was always raised to keep 
like in-house stuff in-house and then you see people openly arguing with their spouse their kids family members airing out family drama like stuff like that and that's not to say that i haven't uh partaken in that before in some situations now looking back on it i was like i should have never said anything but at the same time like like i said it's you have a phone in your hand and you're you just want to react, mm -hmm. you know? So and it's so much easier to type something and put it on the internet than it is to go actually confront that person or speak up with that person. True. But then again, I do feel too, that maybe sometimes people post that stuff because they've been ignored and haven't been listened to and feel that there's no other way that they can get through to this person without saying something in public. Yeah. But I mean, it's a case on case basis. Most of the time when I see people arguing and doing shit like that, it usually is not conducive to anybody. Yeah. She's just so reckless, just trying to get straight to the point to hurt the other person. Yeah. And that's the danger with social media. You know, it's so quickly and so we can access it so easy that it's, we don't take that time to process our emotions. We just run straight to social media to do it, mm. which is dangerous. Yeah, man. Social media versus reality. It's pretty crazy. Like going back to the time thing, it's crazy how we just don't get to see any of the progress. We only get to see the timestamps. That too. That people want to check in and let people know. Like it's, it's just this weird partial reality that we look at and then we fill in the blanks ourselves yeah which is dangerous yeah you know i mean well yeah because then you're assuming things about other people and everyone's gonna assume completely different right everyone's gonna assume different yeah yeah that also goes back to like what you post on social media too like people will get a perception of you like let's say i post a sad song and then people are automatically like oh he's posting sad music maybe he's sad it's like mm -hmm. no maybe i just enjoy the fucking song That's <laughs> like, true. you know let's get into some hero shit yeah so um first Starting this off, I wanted to say rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, passed away, of course, this last week from colon cancer. Mm -hmm. um, for young men, this should also be kind of an alert to maybe take better care of your health because he was 42 when he passed. Uh, but I started thinking about this of what we constitute as a hero in this country because of all the stories that have come out about Chadwick, it seems that he was a great person. It seems like he was a real hero. But then we hold other people other celebrities as heroes, even to an extent like law enforcement, right? I think from a young age, we are, we put these certain jobs and certain titles on a pedestal. So when things happen, like cops killing people, we can't see it in a negative light because for so long we've been told that the cops are the good people. Mm -hmm. When in reality, they're just normal people like us that fuck up too. Like they fuck up, they have normal lives, but they're held to a higher pedestal because of their job title. Yeah, there's definitely some conditioning involved in putting them on a pedestal. I agree with that. Because like you said, like from day one, cops are our friends. Cops are here to help. And once they do reach that pedestal and they do something bad, it's like a mental conflicting situation. Where it's right. like, but no, cops are good. But yeah. I'm watching something bad. Right. And then, and then people, when you do say stuff out against cops or against the military or against the government, you're unpatriotic, you're anti-American, you're all these things... Because you don't classify heroes the same way they do. Mm -hmm. Our heroes are normal people too. They fuck up. Like mm -hmm. people fuck up. So no, that's just because they have a certain job title does not make them prone to not fucking up. Exactly. And I think that's, that's one thing we get confused about in this country is we put these people as heroes, but then we can't distinguish when they do something bad from their heroism. Yeah. And another thing with that is there's a lot of people that aren't heroes that get to wear the title of hero because of their you know, their fellow comrades yeah, or their stature in, in the country or in yeah, that's popular it. culture. But that goes back to also like, there's a reputation. Don't get me wrong. Cops could be heroes any day. Yeah. 100%. There is a reason why 
you can look at a cop as a hero because they do have reputations of being heroes. Right. Like there's plenty of examples. And I think that the more positive people that are under that title create or they strengthen the reputation of hero. Right. Which carries over to every like it eventually creates like a blanket. Mm-hmm. Which is not necessarily good because right. not everybody deserves to be under that blanket. No. And going back to like the Chadwick thing, like everything that's come out about him, that to me describes a hero. Like he was fighting colon cancer, didn't tell anybody. He made sure he went to hospitals to visit kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he made sure that he raised black stories and platforms by taking certain, you know, uh, roles and things like that, like Jackie Robinson. And didn't he play Thurgood Marshall? Yeah, he played, uh, what was it? The Five Bloods. That's pretty good. I haven't seen that yet, but I need to do need to check that out. But he played some very significant African American roles. Like to me, that's a hero. Mm-hmm. But see, we play. I think we place hero on too many people without them actually doing something heroic. We just give them the title. So then, when they do something stupid or they do something bad, we can't distinguish between them being a hero and being a regular person. For sure. And I think that there's a lot of people that that do really. They really are behind the fact that a certain position is a hero. Like some people like fully believe it. Right. Period. Period. So you've seen it with the cop stuff. Exactly. So when you, when someone else calls it out, those people they are like, no, this is a hero period. Right. That's when there's beef because it's like they, they're not allowed to see the negative. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe in your neighborhoods, they were the hero, mm-hmm. you know, in the neighborhoods where, you know, you have more money and are more affluent. You know, cops might be nicer. Cops might treat people in a certain way. So you might look at them as a hero. But somebody that's from, you know, a bad place or what's deemed a bad place or low income sees a cop in a totally different light. You know, cop pulls up behind them. They're scared. Mm -hmm. Cop pulls up behind you in your neighborhood. If you're rich, you're probably, you know, you're not going to blink an eye or say anything. You're like, oh, they're there for my protection. Yeah, if you're white. If you're white or if you live in these affluent neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I mean, it just had me thinking about, like, what really is a hero in our country? Like, to me, like, going back on the John McCain stuff, regardless politics aside, he was a hero. He was a prisoner of fucking war that got tortured in the name of this country. You know, like stuff like that, like, and there will be people that will talk down on John McCain. They will not call him a hero. They will call him a sucker and a loser like uh, like Trump did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we need to reevaluate what actually is a hero in our society. For sure. Yeah. I do think a lot of people put a lot of people on the pedestal that don't deserve it. Yeah. And I'm, I've, you know, I've done it too. I mean, we've, I've, there's people that I thought were these incredible people. Then it comes out that they are actually kind of sleazebags. Yeah. It's a learning curve. It happens. I mean. But then again, we, we hold those people to those expectations, right? When they are really just normal people that can fuck up. Like, if we hold them to those expectations, of course we're going to get disappointed. I think, like what we were just saying, like, we have been, um, like, we have done that. We have yep. put people on pedestals, whatever. I think with that mentality, though, or with that being said, we just need to be open when someone does correct us to try to hold off on our bias. Yep. Just for a little bit. Just maybe they are right. Who knows? I mean, yeah, you know, we've gotten plenty of conversations about Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was my little uh, hero rant for the day. I feel it. Conspiracy talk. Ooh, we, got some, we got some good uh, conspiracy talk for you today. Cool. Uh, maybe we should start. Okay, so first of all, for anybody that's listening, we decided this week to do JFK Jr. Yeah. Because we've talked kind of a little bit about this theory that he is alive and that he's going to come back and run with President Trump. So I think we should probably start where this originated from, which was from the Quinan. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if or we, QAnon. Yeah, I don't really know how you say is it QAnon. Quanon? A couple of videos that I watched at QAnon, so I'm not okay. like that. Um, so basically, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, I think we've mentioned it before, but never really explained it. They're an online group of what I would consider to be extremely right-leaning conspiracy theorists who mm-hmm. believe in a number of conspiracies, including 
Uh, the Democrats and celebrities are operating child sex trafficking rings. Uh, there's pizza game. Most of it has to do with weird sex stuff. But that's, then, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Is that Q is here to like save the nation from sex trafficking and uh, elite and the, pedophiles? The deep state. Yeah, that's what they call I it. I didn't even go down that one. Yeah, basically, what the deep state is is basically like this hidden group that controls everything. I don't know. Did you see the thing about Trump saying that uh, there was a bunch of guys in black, like whack figures, that got on a plane with another guy from a city? He wouldn't say who the city was. He wouldn't say who the guys was. But it's like these guys that work in the shadows that were coming to D.C. to do him harm on the at the RNC. No, I was like, bro, Bane is not getting on a plane to go yeah, bucky. Like that's what it said. Like it said like some Batman shit. But he thinks that there's these people in the dark that are pulling strings, which you know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but basically, the the Q gained notoriety through Reddit, and they've actually been banned from several outlets. But they believe that John F. Kennedy Jr. did not perish in a plane crash in 1999, but rather that he is the Q and plans to come back and run with Donald Trump. From what I gathered. Yeah. And this theory started um, around June 2018 after an anonymous poster behind Q briefly went dark. And then another anonymous poster, R, showed up on the Quanon forums on the website 8chan and started dropping hints that JFK Jr. has faked his own death to be to avoid being targeted by the members of the Deep State Conspiracy and is actually Mr. Q. What I don't get about this is what makes you think that this is the same person talking if they're bouncing from site to site? Yeah. Like, that's my first question. My second question is, like, why do you think that J- JFK Jr. is not dead? Like, what is what are the facts behind that? Yeah, I didn't really see too many things of... I haven't seen any facts about any of these things. Yeah. I did see that apparently the reason why they thought he was involved is because he had said something a couple years... Or he had said something, like, I guess a couple months before he died in the plane crash about if his buddy Trump runs for president, like, the whole world will be great or some shit. But it's never been proven that he actually said that. Like, they they don't really have... They Basically, they think that the Q is making that up. So that's what, like, kind of started this whole thing, because him and Trump were buddies. Hmm. So he's supposed to be running as vice president this term. And so I have a coworker yeah. that you're very aware of. Um, he's very into this shit. Mm-hmm. He said that this, this, first of all, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. Is he brought it up to me? Yeah. I never heard of this. I've heard of the Q before this, but I'd never heard of the JFK stuff. The JFK shit. Yeah. So he said that John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come back on election day and become Donald Trump's vice president. And then he proceeded to say, this is going to be the best story ever. What about Pence? Bro. <laughs> I don't think Pence is just going to be like, yeah, dog. Stop bringing logic to <laughs> yeah. this, right? Oh, that is wild, dude. Yeah. I was like, all I responded was like, bro, that's ridiculous. Well, and he was supposed to, apparently, JFK Jr. was supposed to reveal himself as Trump's running mate on the 4th of July of last year, which didn't happen. But they actually were posting. You mean to tell me that JFK Jr. missed the fucking date? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, hopefully he comes through this November. He was getting a fucking uh, hot dog while this was all going on. Yeah. Um, they also encourage people to make JFK Jr. face masks, which actually they have tutorials on YouTube of how to do this, mm. so that you can spot other Quanon members. That's freaky to be wearing a dead person's face and yeah. walking around. That is crazy. But yeah, going back to what Q and Nam believes about the pedophile group, mm-hmm. did you know that they also believe that they're cannibals? And Oh yeah. Children. Then they you they we talked about this a little bit before about the um Andrew Andrew what is it called? Androchrome or Andiochrome. It's like the stuff that they they're supposedly it's like kids' cells and stuff yeah, that yeah, they yeah, inject yeah. to stay young. Yeah, they believe that shit. That shit is nasty. Yeah. And then they also believe that a man by the name of Vincent Fusca, who apparently is like a huge Q follower, believer, he posts a bunch of shit. They believe that he is JFK Jr. and his face has been altered through plastic surgery. Hmm. 
there's a lot of plastic surgery in their thoughts. Like, they think that Michelle Obama used to be a man named Eric. I, I saw that. Like, there's a lot of shit. A lot of plastic surgery. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure, like, CIA and FBI, they, there is a lot of plastic surgery about changing people's identity. Probably. Right. But I don't believe a lot of the shit that they're bringing up. And, why the fuck would that leak? Yeah. But yeah, so, some interesting shit. QAnon fan base believes that Trump is the savior, right? Yep. He's going to save the nation. They think he's anointed by God to come down and save us all. So, they go on to say that Trump pretended to work with Russia in 2016 elections elections, so that it would force an internal investigation on himself. So he hit the whole whoop-de-bop-de. I do remember reading this. Yeah. And that it would force um, Mueller, Mueller? Uh, Mueller? I think he has Mueller. It will force Mueller to crack down on sex trafficking rings and use Russia as a cover. So pretty much Trump and Mueller are working together undercover and they have the Russia, um, uh, the Russia colluding shit is the, um, is like the smoke screen. Exactly. Yeah. And then I saw that Mueller's actual, they also had another thing that Mueller's investigation was just so that they could investigate Trump's ties or some shit. I don't know, man. A lot of the stuff I read on this was pretty crazy. Yeah, there's like a list of all the inaccurate predictions that Q has made thus far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, when I used to work at this uh, company that uh, where I did technical recruiting, I used to get really bored during the day, so I used to go read some of the Q shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, some of the craziest shit I've ever read. Like, oh, for sure. They think that in um, over by like where all the islands are in, in Washington, mm-hmm. they think that there is a World War II sub down in the water that when Trump was trying to fly to Hong Kong, like at the very beginning of his presidency, that they tried to shoot down Trump's plane from this submarine. And they had this picture that looked like a rocket coming out of water. And then they tried to say that that guy that stole that plane yeah. crashed into that island because it's a pedo island. It's a mm-hmm. bunch of shit, dude. There's a lot of shit. I saw that shit. Yeah. The kid was like two, three years ago. Oh, maybe like four years ago now, huh? It was a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It stole a really plane weird. from SeaTac Airport. Yep. Flew to, I forget what the islands are called. Uh, Ketter, Ketter, Ketteron Island. Well, the actual island that he crashed into was like called Ketter, Ketteron or Kettle something. I think yeah. it's the Orcas Island, though. So. I don't know. Wherever it was. Island. Yeah. Odd things. So apparently this was like a, a Q kid also too. Like he was trying to expose. Yeah, they said that he made a Q in the air with the plane, and that he yeah. crashed into the island because the island is a pedophile island because only like ten people can go there and there's like underground. I don't know, dude. People can look it up on their own. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. So social media, um, social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter, mm-hmm. they have been banning like thousands and thousands of accounts, right? Yeah. But I kind of have a problem with that. The more that they, va- or excuse me, the more that they ban these accounts, I feel like in their eyes, these Q people's eyes, it feels like it validates them. Yeah. Like, why would these social media platforms censor us if we weren't being, like, if these weren't facts that we're talking about? Right. So the fact that they are censoring us is because they don't want us to share the truth. Yeah. So it's like a weird, like, double-edged sword, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because now they think that they're being silenced. Exactly. Which, I mean, technically they are. But, you know, like, all this shit is really crazy. I will say that, but a lot of it is very fucking entertaining. It is Honestly, a lot of their conspiracies are wild, but they're like, the way that they are able to draw these conclusions through things, it's insane, but it's fascinating. It is insane. But it's along the lines of the way that Trump talks himself. Like, yep. Trump will say some shit, and I'm like, wow, like, you know how hard it would be for me to try to lie that hard, that well? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're really, all right, bro. Like, yeah, the connections that you just made there. And it is really weird for a sitting president to be openly endorsing a conspiracy theory group. I'm not surprised, though. Trump, bro, 
I mean, we said we said they are going to try every single thing to keep him in power. So if he has to endorse a bunch of people that think these things, then I wonder if he still only eats fast food because he thinks he's going to be poisoned. Oh, is that what his thing about eating fast food? Yeah. Why couldn't you be poisoned by the people making the fast food? Like they, he'll get it from a random fast food place. Oh, weird. It doesn't tell him in advance. Is this like when that cop said that she was poisoned? Did you ever see that? The girl that was crying. In the yeah. Car. I forget, what did they call her? I forget what they called her. And like, wasn't it Officer Karen or something? Something, something like, like that. that yeah. Officer Karen. I think that was one of our hot headlines a couple weeks ago. Probably. Or a month ago. Damn, that seems like hell long ago. Yeah, you should probably quit Officer Karen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it, I would I would tell people to go check it out. I mean, if you're a conspiracy person, like you like this kind of shit, go check out their stuff. I yeah. mean, it's it's crazy, but it's entertaining. I will yeah. say that. Um, a couple takeaways that I have about it, though, <laughs> is um, first, why do the followers of Q believe that Trump is any different from the billionaires that he's supposedly attacking or right. targeting to call out from these pedophile rings. Right. I don't get that. And we've seen proof of his relationship with Epstein. Yeah. So if he was trying to take down pedophiles, why wouldn't he have taken Epstein down a long time ago? Long time ago. Or maybe this is all part of the plan, like Epstein's now being, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Or even like wishing Giselle well. Like that yeah. was so weird. So weird. So weird. Why would you wish a child or a person that's been accused of being a uh, sex trafficker why would you wish them well you wish your friends well it's nasty so what does that mean it's nasty sounds like he has a friend in jizzle yeah uh my <laughs> second thing is you got a friend in me obviously i don't know everything oh you, really i don't <laughs> sorry to break it to you bro yeah. and who knows some of the shit as bizarre as it is might be true yeah who knows I have no idea. Sounds far-fetched to me, but who the fuck am I? Um, I would like to say, though, if this is true, and he is wrangling up sex capades and all this shit, yeah. like, go on, bro. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know, man. Yeah. Shit just sounds, fun. Sounds, a little, sounds a little goofy. And when he's been accused of being involved in it, all, all of this stuff, like, I don't know, man. It's just like... There's, like, active cases against him for rape and stuff. And yeah. People want to believe that he's going to save everybody from like pedophiles. 35 allegations of sexual misconduct or some shit. He won't give up his tax returns. He won't give up his DNA. Like, <laughs> he's probably born in Kenya. That would be wild if it came out that he was, like, born in fucking China or something. Like, he born was, like, in Russia, bro. That would be wild. Like, he was, like, the best um, secret spy. Oh, Russia like a has double ever agent. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, picks of the week. Picks of the week. I have two this week. Did you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this last week I had a seriously bad neck cramp from sleeping bad. So I went and I bought bamboo memory foam pillows. How was that? Fucking amazing. And really? they're the, they're cool. The cool pillows. Mm-hmm. So they st- you know they stay and or stay cool. I don't know why I couldn't say that. They stay cool. They're super comfortable. Do they actually stay cool. They stay so that it just. Uh, I wouldn't say stay cool, but it doesn't like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's, it stays cool, but not like you would think like it's like a cold pillow. It mm-hmm. just stays a good temperature. So you don't get like overly hot on your face or anything. I used to have one back in the day and it just wasn't comfortable to me. I don't know what they're like now. This is like yeah. 15 years ago. Um, but it wasn't comfortable to me because it had like that gel pack on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yours has a gel pack. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So it had like a gel pack on one side. So it was just always always stiff it would be weird to sleep on gel yeah like uh, nothing about that is comforting yeah you know? but yeah um so memory foam huh no gel pack in yours no gel pack uh, i forgot where i even got it at oh i ordered it off amazon okay yeah of course because i that's i guess that's another be a pick of the week but i follow this twitter thing called uh fat kid deals 
and he always or he or she I don't know who runs the account. It's like the queue. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> they uh, they tweet out deals all the time from Amazon, like um, pillows. I mean, household stuff. All of this stuff is super cheap. Okay. Like they had um, for your engine, like your uh, one of those things for the codes. They had one on there. Oh, for, scanner. Like, yeah, for like seventeen bucks. Okay, and those are usually like fifty, forty, fifty dollars. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then my other pick of the week was a TV show I've been telling you to watch. I don't know if you've actually started watching it. I <laughs> I was going to say, it's called Halt and Catch Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an AMC show, that, or it started on AMC, but it's on Netflix now. Um, basically, it's about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. It's basically about this guy, hates his job, he links up with another guy, they try to build a computer that's based on IBM's computer, but it's so much more than that. But that's basically the start of it. But yeah, really good show. Um, if you're really into entrepreneur type stuff or like, um, I'm kind of into tech stuff too, so it's kind of cool scene. I don't know if any of this story is real. I haven't looked up. I doubt it, but um, like this tech stuff is cool. Yeah, I started watching it, but I got a little too drunk, so I couldn't pay attention. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna go back into it. One thing I do like about AMC, um, their shows in general, mm-hmm. is that their stories are so thorough, and they have good like qu- their stories are so well cinematographic. Well, cinemagraphic and also just, um, they're so well told, like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many little things in Breaking Bad. That's what I mean by yeah. like, thorough stories. Like, it's, it's insane. They're not just going to give you, like, a story. It's going to have depth. There's going to be, um, you know, pieces that can spin off if they want to. Like, right. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, for sure. It's a really good show. Um, I was actually super surprised at how much I like it, but I'm already almost through the second season. Nice. Like, I've been watching a lot of it. It's pretty good. It's just cool. Like, the, the entrepreneur stuff always uh, uh, catches my attention. I feel that. So yeah, those are my two picks. Well, I guess technically three. All right. Well, my pick this week is a website. This website is called activitysuggestion.com, and it's a website where it suggests random activities for you that are useful for someone, like if they're in a bored situation. Hmm. For example, um, you click on the page, and it says bored and need an activity, pet the cat for inspiration. There's a fucking cat on the page with like a talking bubble. Right? Oh, okay. So all you do is you tap the cat. Oh, you actually have to pet the fucking cat. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Then it says, listen to your favorite album, requires one healing. So it just gives you a random suggestion. Oh, okay. So another cool. one, um, maybe. Cat does want to be petted? Yeah. Uh, read a formal research paper on an interesting subject. Oh. Which, I don't know if I'd want to do that. I mean, it depends on the subject. Like, if we're going to do some cute stuff, maybe I want to read it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just some random shit. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Like, if you're bored. Um, I think the one that it had me do, like, challenge the closest person to you in a horse match in basketball. Like, that's, that's the dope. first thing I... Cl- yeah, like, shit like that. So, it was fun. Now it's getting a little more school-like, but... Yeah. Whatever. Maybe think, they're doing that because uh, the temperature is going to drop soon, so they got to give you more activities. Bro, it is hot as balls right I now. I know. It's supposed to be, people keep saying it's the end of summer. It's supposed to be 93, I think, next Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm already to, not looking forward to it. I'm about to be at the fucking beach next weekend, bro. Oh, are you? Maybe. Oh, we're talking about it. What kind of beach? Or what kind of beach? What beach? Uh, Birch Bay. Oh, nice. Fuck. So. You guys know my location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it for uh, Picks of the Week. Yeah. Get into shout outs. Yeah, uh, all I have for shout-outs was just, rest in peace, Chad, Chadwick Boseman. 100%. I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but uh, Black Panther was such a, a moment, you know, for for black people in general. Like, mm-hmm. having a black superhero that was chart-topping, you know? Yep. Like, amazing. Um, and he's bigger than Black Panther, but just, you know, sad loss, huge loss. And it, you know, the significance of what he stood for, I mean, like, I, I read something that he wanted... The director was trying to get them to drop the African accents. He's like, no, nah, we need this to be fully what it is. Mm-hmm. Even to down to the um, the Wakanda sign, mm-hmm. there's a way to do it with your arms. Like, you have to do it a certain way because it was it was like how pharaohs were buried oh, back in the day. So that's like how they wanted the Wakanda sign to be. So 
Yeah. I mean, there's so much African culture inside that movie to begin with, like 100%. all the tribes and all of their um, correlating garments. Like, yeah, it was super cool. dope. Yeah, that's my pick. Or sorry, that's my shout out. Rest yeah. in peace, man. One hundred percent. Rest in peace. Um, my I had two shout outs um this week. One is for Steve Nash. He's now the uh, coach of the Nets. Yeah, that's super dope because Kyrie and uh, Katie kind of remind me. Like, if, if Steve Nash does this well, they could be like the Suns back in the two thousands, a running yeah, gun. Bro. And that was an exciting team. So I saw a lot of people pushing back, saying that Steve Nash had been hired. Maybe they should have gotten a black coach. He has no experience and all that. But Steve Nash is a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest four generals of all time. And it seems didn't he have he, like an assist record? Assist record. He had two MVPs, and he's also, from what it seems like, he's a very loved player in the NBA. Yeah. He works a lot with players on player development, and no coach is going to go to the Nets without KD and Kyrie signing off. So this is the guy they wanted. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. So no, nah, I'm happy for him, man. Yeah. That's Did really uh, cool. like Jason Kidd get backlash for being a coach? Like, why is he getting? Well, backlash? isn't Jason Kidd black? I mean, yeah, but I think he's mixed. That's the issue. Is this because I think that they there was black people that should have gotten the job over, over him, over okay. Steve Nash. Well, they're they're saying, but I mean, Steve Nash's record speaks for himself. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Steve Nash is not underqualified. Mm-hmm. And he had um he had a personal relationship with D'Angelo Russell, I believe. He was helping him develop when he was in. Uh, I think part of it was in Brooklyn and when he was with Golden State before he got traded. So I'm sure that Brooklyn's front office probably saw how well he did with D'Angelo when they won, when the Nets had that great season and were like, well, maybe this is the guy that needs to be here. See, your resume isn't the only thing that makes you qualify for a job. 100%. Like it's bigger than that, man. Mm-hmm. It's all and it's your personal relationships too. Exactly. Like there's levels to this shit. 100. percent Great meek song too. Um, and then my other one was, uh, this month is national, um, suicide prevention month. Um, so I just wanted to give a couple of, uh, different places you can go if you're feeling suicidal in this time. I think we were going to talk about anxiety last week, but we didn't, but there is a lot going on right now, like with the, the voting and with cops and everything. So it's really easy to get lost in the sauce, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course the national suicide prevention hotline, 2800-273-8255, um, there's also an emotional listening support hotline. Um, if you aren't feeling like a danger to yourself or others, but could just use somebody to vent or talk to, that number is 800-932-4616. And there's also a uh, emotional support hotline for anybody just feeling lonely, depressed, suicidal, or looking for somebody to talk to. They're called the Samaritans, and that one is 877-870-4673. And we'll post all of these numbers um, somewhere, but yeah, man, it's besides it being suicide prevention month, there's just so much going on. It's so easy to get down on yourself, to not have a hopeful outlook for the future because of everything that's going on. But Mm -hmm. I just wanted to let people know that there are resources out there just in case you are feeling this way. For sure. 